Good evening. <clears throat> oh my goodness. It might actually rain in Phoenix. Uh, not really. It's clearing up now. It keeps teasing us with clouds. Who gives a shit, right? Let's keep talking about drugs. So one of the things that needs to become more, in my opinion, that needs to become more uh, looked into, if you will, is the longevity community. Rich people not wanting to die is crazy big business. And the shit that they're starting to discover, like, there's actual experiments where the things, I don't really, like, understand it super thoroughly, but basically, the things that they measure in the body that tell, like, that you're getting older, like, I think they're called tolomeres, and they're, like, the ends of these things that they shorten as you age, and when you're out of them, you're done. So, some diabetes medicine and some other things. Like, basically, combinations of drugs are proving effective in making people younger. Making these things that when they get shorter, you die more, longer. That's fucking amazing. That's literally a miracle. Like, the fountain of youth has, like, first steps have been made. They're onto something, you know? And just a world where we focus on allowing people to be optimized throughout their lives as much as possible to live the most vibrant and active life, you're going to start seeing people real quick, like, looking damn good in their 120s. You know, like there's plenty of old people out there that are just still rocking it, you know, but their bodies start to give. Well, bodies are chemicals. Like we are just a set of chemical reactions and the more we learn about those chemicals and the more that we learn to be able to manipulate them in certain ways, you know, I don't prohibition is on its way out, but one thing it is not going to be able to stand in the way of is giving people longer bouts of their life lived as energetically and as in good of condition as possible. I'm on the fence about something. Like, I guess this would be considered a controversial position that I hold. Is that... You know, the, the progress that we're making on being able to medicate people to uh, better body composition is odd. Like, it's the one I'm torn on. Like, I don't understand how th that's... The, I don't understand the value of putting effort in medicating people to good health when activity is the solution, you know? And I have this kind of utopian future uh, vision, you know, of where people, you know, jobs are easy, you know, they're not physically, 
crushing and the workday is halved if not less. Like a 20 hour work week when you're raising a family should be plenty to do it. And you know, we, I'll, we can get into the economics ones conversations later, but it's not a super disruptive, like on a long enough timeline, it becomes inevitable. Just the way the economy is expanding, the way technology is expanding, like all these converging forces are going to make it happen. So get over yourself. But in a world, and we see this in smaller countries who are deploying this, when they have a little bit of financial security, social support, and just a little bit of free time, people stay pretty healthy. They go to the lake, they go for bike rides, you know, they go jump on trampolines and they golf and they surf and swim, like they do shit. They have fun. So, <clears throat> anyway, the, uh, the, uh, my conflict with the medicating people into, you know, the physiques and stuff just is, you know, it, it feels, ah, see, I don't know. It feels like it's cheating. Like there, I said it, but at the same time, it just feels like it's health and physical, like bountiness go hand in hand. Like physically, you can't be super strong and not have some health come with it. You know, like, like power lifters and sumo wrestlers and stuff like, you know, there, there may be an unhealthy aspect to the excess fat that they carry, but activity cures a lot. You know, curing inactivity would cure not only obesity, but almost like it, it would, you know, the top killers, you know, like cancers and heart disease, like these things are less prevalent in healthy people. Like that's just a fact. Active brings health with it. So I don't know, these things are inextricable. And I worry, like, because. As pro-drug as I obviously am in a very logical, sane, effective, safe way, you know, it can't, when it's the solution to a problem, it never works out, you know, it needs to be a tool, it needs to be something that is, you know, moderate, temporary, like, they're learning tools, you know, they're it's not productive when there is solution. You know, I think there's a lot more health that comes along with curing this through activity. Activity incentivized by just kind of lowering the time commitment of life. You know, life kicks some people's ass. Like, if it's not a lot of fun, like work like school for kids like it fucks you up you know the body is meant to be in motion you know i was really blessed in college to live like a student athlete like this these bouts of hard work like in class 
with interspersed bouts of physical activity was just amazing. <laughs> like, it was as close to heaven as I could paint a picture of. You know, and that's not an impossible model, you know, for the productivity of a nation. You know, it, it's not, especially with all the things we've learned with remote work, it's going to be relatively easy to start shifting towards interspersed work. You know? Like, shit, the health insurance alone. Like, insurance companies should, you know, be lobbying for this. Where cut the work week, you know, either less time or where it's like in these bouts where you get to spend time with your family, you know? Like, build in a three-hour lunch where everybody gets outside and interacts. You know, that might sound kind of kumbaya, but fuck it. You know, like when you go to Scandinavia and stuff like that, and I know that's a super cliched, uh, you know, talk about, but they got it figured out. You know, by and large, they're in good shape because they're fucking active and they build it in. They're as productive as anybody. Place has its shit together, but there's just this you know, activity that's woven into the social fabric that's important. So, anyway, but back to the pro-drug thing, the longevity research, like, is very renegade, you know, which is good, because that's where we learn, you know, science, like, has an extreme sport version of it that has some risk involved. You know, athletes have always been at the forefront of being guinea pigs for this. But, you know, right now what we're seeing is a bigger population of people with shitloads of money they can't take with them. And people showing preliminary results of research that is saying, hey, we can potentially make you live a lot longer. Or, you know, keep your, uh, you know, sexual appetite alive. Uh, keep your physical condition improved. You know, hearing, eyesight, all these things. You know, there are uh, billions and billions of dollars are flowing through that research. And it's being pretty aggressive. So I say we lean into that and start creating a world where everybody's not so fucking tired. And it's really what it is. You know, you got to find the spots to lessen the physical drain, you know, up the efficiency, cut the bullshit, look at the data, make the appropriate changes, but an active society is a healthy society, and there's going to be a lot of uh, novel medicines and stuff like that where, you know, just the health of a society is not the only impact of some huge breakthroughs in longevity. Even if people just start living another 10 or 20 years, like, that disrupts financial markets, you know? That puts a heavy burden on people. But if, if these added years are vibrant and robust and supported through our current, you know, medicines and technologies, eh, 
you know, might be something worth sticking around for. All right, that's everything I got tonight. I love y'all. Have a great night.